0: this segment and for the next couple segments we're going to be talking about Merit Network and Merit has a real special place uh, in internet history Uh, and we're about to discuss that with Joe Sawaski and Joe Adams. Joe and Joe, welcome to the Internet Advisor Show. Hi Gary, thanks, great to be here. And Joe Adams, are you on? I need to push a button and maybe Joe will be on. Joe, are you there?
1: And now I'm still here. You're still here.
0: Thank you. (laughs) So you can tell that I'm not Foster, and Foster does a much smoother job of getting our our guests on. But welcome uh, to the Internet Advisor Show. You know, the last time you and I uh, uh, had an occasion to meet, you were telling me that you... uh, hadn't been on the internet advisor show i hadn't really invited you and and i needed to invite you and uh (laughs) so i have so thank you for coming on that guilt trip worked (laughs) (laughs) exactly so um so i'm gonna have to say you know the joe last name or joe and, and because you're both joe uh joe adams you've been around uh merit a little bit longer but Joe Sawasky, your president, uh, you came from Wayne State. Tell us a little bit about what you did at Wayne State, and then then let's talk about um, the uh, Merit Network. Great. Yeah, I worked at uh, Wayne State
2: for a better part of a decade. Um, I was chief information officer there, so uh, the head geek, if you will, trying to herd all those uh, geeky cats around at a big research school. In fact, if I look out your window here from the Mitch Album Studio, I can actually see my old data center—a little bit of it. So uh,
0: <laughs> the, it was a great just gig. the corner. That sounds great. And you went from being a customer and a partner of Merit to uh, actually being president. I did, yes.
2: Yeah, so that was quite the transition. And it happened uh, last August, last day of August in 2015. I made the move over from Wayne State to Merit Network. See, you got to be careful what you ask for and stuff <laughs> yeah. like
3: that. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. They're just going to dump that stuff on you. <laughs> well, well,
4: it, Gary, isn't Merit, uh, weren't they part of you know the beginning of the Internet and stuff like that? I think we should ask
0: Joe. Joe, weren't they part of the beginning of the Internet or at least that middle part? Yeah, they actually
2: uh, were formed in uh, 1966 after, uh, you know, if I uh, hop into the Wayback Machine here, uh, Governor George Romney actually challenged the higher education institutions in Michigan to figure out where they fit in the overall educational landscape. And um, a a gentleman named Carl Zinn actually wrote a recommendation uh, to the state legislature and said, I have this idea about connecting, uh, uh, having researchers and educators connect their computers together so they can share research and education data And um, if you can imagine, that was a pretty wild idea back in the 60s. Hadn't been done too often, if at all, before. And if you fast forward to today, we've got uh, 4,000 miles of fiber uh,
0: around the state of Michigan and about 400 uh, member institutions. So you started with the three um, research universities, uh, and that was back in 66 or or shortly thereafter when you got them all connected. Uh, And then in 73... Uh, there was a protocol written that was TCPIP, and uh, Vint Cerf and, and Bob Kahn uh, wrote that. Uh, and shortly after that, the military kind of said, well, okay, that was really good, but you know, we're, we're connecting all these research institutions to our military network Um they have hippies and and whatnot uh, in those research <laughs> institutes. Still do we uh, we 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 kind of need our own. So they went off and they gave that the internet to NSF, but NSF didn't know what they were doing about how to manage it. And that's where you step back in, right? Yeah, merit staff uh, back in the mid eighties actually stepped in to manage this uh,
2: national science network backbone called the NSFNet, the National Science Foundation Network, and. Um, there were uh, many research institutions who were sharing research data, you know, uh, enabling high-speed connectivity, connecting scientists together so they could actually uh, work, uh, work in concert more. And uh, Merritt managed that network, the NSF net, from the mid-80s to the, the mid-90s. And uh, fast forward, uh, you know, a few years later, that thing turned out to be the commercial internet. So it actually morphed into a, a more broadly used technology that we all depend on today.
4: Okay, so I got asked this question, 1966 or even 1972. Um, six-baud modem about that time? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> How fast were we talking on the Internet back then? It was in the uh,
2: kilo, kilobits per second. Uh, so, you know, now we're up into the gigabits, and uh, I don't think it will be too long before we're even beyond that. Uh, right. So, it, you know, orders of magnitude faster now.
0: So yeah, merit you know still runs a big network here. Um, you mentioned how many miles of fiber what What do you connect, and how can some of our listeners uh, maybe deal with institutions that that deal with merit? yeah, you know it was really interesting at the beginning of your talk here today. I was really gratified
2: to hear about some of your relatives who have uh, graduated from higher education institutions and Higher ed is actually, you uh, no, that, that was the impetus for the Merit Network. So we connect uh, all, almost all of the higher education institutions in, in uh, Michigan. Twelve of the 13 public universities constitute our governing board. We also have a good deal of uh, community colleges, K-12 through 12, uh, organizations, We've got hospitals, libraries, and governmental entities all connected, and we provide them Internet services.
3: You know, so it sounds like Merit has been involved, and, and 10 years ago, I, thought, I think we would have called it Internet 2. I think we're beyond that now. Um, w- w- what are they calling it now for these private, you know, because we went from Internet 1, Internet 2, and then we didn't hear anything, because Internet 2 basically became what basically all of us are really using right now is there a name a catchy name that they're using for the what's interconnecting with the next generation of networking uh no sexy names it's still called uh. the internet i'm sorry and <laughs> <laughs>
2: probably
0: will for a long long time hey joe adams you um you came to uh to merit uh, a little different route and uh you're kind of a real technical geek aren't you
1: yeah i, I got to uh to merit in uh 2012 uh, I'd never been to Michigan before, uh, but uh, the then president Don Welch uh, had. We, we shared a lot of mutual acquaintances. I came out of the army, as did Don, and both of us had taught at the Military Academy. Uh, and so, I had done a lot of work in in cybersecurity and building uh, cyber ranges there. Uh, I'd done a lot of security work throughout my Army career, and so. Uh, but when he asked me to come up and, and build the Michigan cyber range uh, it it just sounded like a a great opportunity so and it has been.
0: And this is something that really sets Michigan apart from all the other states. And and I know there's a few states, Virginia is trying to catch up and, and a number of others, and we want to help them, right? We want to help everybody try to catch up, but <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but we do. Um, and in fact, there's uh there's some things coming up uh, in the not too distant future that the, the governor may be announcing uh, around how we can help some other states. But, um, Tell us about the cyber range and, and how that really does set us apart.
1: So uh, what we did when when I got here, um, I looked at at what Merit's strengths were, and and of course that's the network that that Joe was talking about. And so what we wanted to do was build a a program that was network accessible, that was very hands on. And at the same time, is adaptive, so that, that it, it continues to challenge students uh, as they climb up the learning curve in cybersecurity. Uh, so we have a. It, in addition to our, our network, we also have a great uh, virtual infrastructure uh, that we were, that we had, uh, and so we're able to build. Uh, we built an entire city uh, inside the Michigan Cyber Range out of virtual machines. Uh, it includes you know, routers and firewalls and email servers and, you know, everything you can think of. Um, and it, it gives a sense of place for students, exercise participants uh, to come in and, and get their hands on a keyboard and actually do things in cybersecurity.
0: And that's, um, and that's called Alphaville, right?
1: That's called Alphaville. And, uh, and Alphaville is, is, continues to grow. Uh, right now we have a, uh, a school... A library, city hall, a small business uh, that has lots of intellectual property, and uh, and a, actually a power company, and so with that, people are able to 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 get challenged uh, by you know various operating systems and various malware, uh, all in as realistic an environment as we can build.
0: And it's all virtual, but you have two, lo- but you have a location in Ann Arbor, which is headquarters for Merit, but you have another location. Uh, uh, in Oakland County
1: right so what we've done is like I said when I got here uh, I wanted to make this uh, network accessible so it was very network centric um, people made a big deal out of, of reminding me that Ann Arbor is closer to Virginia Tech where I went to school <laughs> than it than it is to, to Michigan Tech yeah
0: you know so, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a short break so hold that thought sure and uh, come back and, and finish that story about uh, the Merit Network and how you're going to be turning 50. We'll be back after this commercial break. Well, this is Gary Baker, Ed Riddell, and Cal Carson are with me, and uh, we've been talking about Merit Network. And uh, we have uh, Joe Sawaski, who is president CEO of Merit, and Joe Adams, uh, who is vice president of research and cybersecurity, And we actually just had a Facebook sighting. Uh, Foster just posted uh, a photo of, uh, and he's escorting uh, one of his granddaughters uh, down the aisle at uh, CMU today, uh, Alicia Stack, and uh, she has uh, cerebral palsy, so... She is in a wheelchair, and he has the honor of pushing her in the wheelchair uh, down uh, to get her diploma and, and be recognized as a graduate of CMU. So we're really uh, excited about that. And the wonders of Facebook, we can see it in well, we almost could, real time. We could forgive him for not being here. And we can. Yes, of course. That is a wonderful thing for him to do. and And he's very honored to be able to... To, to be selected by the family to push her down the We'll
4: aisle. only forgive him if he doesn't forget to bring us chicken dinners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right, because they are, uh, well, allegedly stopping by Zenders uh, in Frankenmuth on the way home. So uh, we'll hope that he brings some back to us. Yes. <laughs> uh, we've been talking to Joe Adams, and we were just talking about AlphaVille, which is uh, the virtual city in the cyber range for Merit Network, Joe... Um, it's virtual, but you were telling us not only do you have a cyber range set up in uh, Ann Arbor, the headquarters of Merritt, but also in Oakland County. Why, If if it's virtual and it's a virtual city, why these two locations?
1: So what we're doing, um, and, and the Velocity Center at uh, Macomb OU Incubators is the first of its kind, is we're building a magnet sites or, or classrooms where communities can kind of gather Focus on learning. Focus on on cybersecurity events and exercises. Um, and these are tied to directly to the Merritt Network and to the Michigan Cyber Range, so we can put the same curricular matter uh, out to, to folks at Macomb. Uh, we're we're currently uh, selecting more sites uh, in the southeast Michigan area uh, as we we grow throughout the state, and and those we're calling them hubs uh, in terms of, of people networks. but those hubs will be places where uh, schools can, can use our, our courses, uh, play in our exercises, you know uh, participate in events that we, we sponsor like seminars, uh, speakers, uh, all kinds of great stuff uh, focused around uh, security and, and IT education.
4: Hey, Joe, uh, Adams, I'm going to talk to you because the other Joe's looking at me, and I'm not going to look at him because he looks really good. Uh, uh, With cybersecurity, uh, and with the upcoming year that's coming on and stuff like that, um, this thing with uh, ransomware and that sort of thing, uh, where are we going with that? Are we going to get a handle on that and be able to, to kill this off like we've done other viruses in the past, which I'm sure eventually we will, but where do you see the direction with ransomware in the coming year?
1: I think it's going to grow. Uh, I mean, from a from a, an offensive point of view, from a hacker's point of view, it takes the hard part of hacking out, and that is getting the data out off your machine in, in some place that I can use it or sell it. So what they're doing is, instead of doing that, they're just breaking in, encrypting a large block of data, or, or maybe uh, locking up uh, some devices uh, through a configuration port, and then they're just sitting back and saying, pay me. You know, and and if you pay me, then then maybe I'll give you the the keys and let you un you know unlock it. Um, but that's always that's always tricky.
4: Well, why are we having a hard time of uh, being able to unlock this stuff? Is are they really that good? And my God, can't we get them turned over to the, the to the light side?
1: Well, I I think part of the problem is is that businesses are having to open up more and more to do business. Uh, your your average. College, for example, you know, has an outside company that does check prop that thing and another company that might do uh, healthcare uh, claims and, and so all these people, you know, have legitimate reasons to tie into into your network. Um, and and as the target breach showed us, you know, you're only as good as that weakest link. So uh, I think that, that it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting ride. Until we're able to raise everybody up to the point where where they're more secure
3: yep. um, uh. I was going to say I read an interesting article today about the Internet of Things, and it was talking about how we're really good at encrypting our data as it's going through communication networks from point to point, and as at each point that it gets to, uh, it, you know, it could possibly be intercepted, but it's encrypted. But where the, where the problem is is when the data is at rest and at, at storage, and then that's where the vulnerability lies, is, is, is data at rest. And I never really heard that term before, and basically it has to be stored somewhere. And 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 that's where the vulnerabilities come in,
1: right? And and this is something that, that the army learned uh, back in in the bad days of of Iraq and and Afghanistan, when you know we would lose a laptop and and the uh, the video would show the the jihadi just popping the the disk drive out, slapping it in an enclosure, and and reading our data. Uh, yeah. And so the army for the last oh, decade or so has been. Really pushing hard on encrypting data at rest, and
0: that's really what start, oh, go ahead I'm sorry
1: no, I think you're going to start seeing that coming into commercial uh, operating systems uh, as they mature and as really uh, they get a handle on how to how to encrypt things. you see it um, oh it was a couple windows versions ago that you had that option, but few people understood it and few people took care uh, took advantage of it and I think more people today will.
0: That's really kind of what Merit is helping do with uh, the cyber range, right, is you're helping not only the larger companies, but now it's starting to affect medium and smaller companies too, and, and they don't have the resources, but they can come to Merit and to the cyber range uh, and, uh, and at least understand what some of the challenges are in, in security today for them.
1: Exactly. Uh, one, of, one of the pillars of Merit has always been community. And community building and so we uh as a nonprofit, we're not we're not going to turn away a, a large industry a fortune 100 that wants to ask us questions but our primary day-to-day job is, is taking care of you know public libraries and uh k-12 school districts and, and folks in, in the community every day
0: and that's uh th- some of the people that are going to be coming out uh to uh, the 50th, big 50th anniversary coming up this week. Joe Sawasky, you're the president. Tell us a little bit about uh, the big celebration. Yeah, you know, you can't turn 50 without having a a
2: really great party, so we're (laughs) planning on having a a party the evening of the first day of our annual member conference. It's going to be held at the Ann Arbor Marriott in the uh, Ypsilanti Eagle Crest uh, Resort Hotel. And, uh, you know, when you think about merit and uh, a Michigan technology organization that has stood for uh, 50 years, that's quite a quite an accomplishment. And uh, when I look at uh, some of the other companies in the world, Apple is about 40 years old, Google's about 18, Facebook is 12, you know, and uh, as I go around the country and talk to other uh, research and education networks, they're celebrating their 10th and 20th year. And I've I've thanked them on their precious uh, ability to almost be old enough to drink. And here Merit is receiving its AARP <laughs> card. And you know, I, I've been getting a lot of mileage out of that joke, and it's not stopping here today. So, uh, you know. so it's going to be a great party. A lot of people who were good. instrumental in the beginning of the development of the Internet will be at the conference, uh, dignitaries, notables. There's going to be a nice fireside chat with some uh, scientists from the University of Michigan. It should be a great time.
4: Will Al Gore be there? After all, he <laughs> invented it,
2: right? <laughs> well, that is a running joke. But uh, Al Gore was actually instrumental in providing funding uh, yeah. to make some of this happen. Yeah. So he it took pre- a lot of he took a lot he of he did uh, take a lot that. of heat. Yeah. Yeah, I know. think
0: he meant to say I helped fund it. Yeah, right? <laughs> it wouldn't have happened without him, and that it, may have been true actually. Yep, exactly. But, uh, but it, and I guess what I you and I shared a, a little bit of uh, of the history that online tech had with uh, Merit. I It's a company that I founded, the very first ISP here in Michigan for business. Uh, and it, we would not have been able to do that without Merit, uh, without the community that you had built early, early on. Uh, when I talked uh, about people that really understood what the internet was and where it was going, you know, it, it was maybe a thousand people and 300 of them were in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was just Wonderful, and it was because of merit, so uh, uh, it really has affected um, our state. Uh, people don't realize that the founder many people don't don't realize that the founder of Google uh, came from Michigan that uh, that uh, a number of other people, Tim Howes, who invented LDAP was at the University of Michigan because of merit, uh, developed the directory that every one of us uses now for our website uh, directories so uh, and, and again, that would not have happened had it not been for Merit. So my hat's off to, uh, to Joe and Joe and, and all the other people that have helped make uh, Merit uh, possible over the years, and woohoo, we're going to celebrate, eh? <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a Beatles tribute band uh, to back to a groovier time here in the 60s, oh. so uh, it'll be a, be a fun event. Wonderful. Uh, thank you very much for coming on the show with us, and Joe, thank you. I will see you uh, in cyberspace as well as uh, at the celebration coming up here this week. And, again, it's on what days? It's on uh, uh, Wednesday. The
2: MCRCon, our cybersecurity conference, is actually Tuesday, and I think there's still time to... uh you know, get registered for that event. But the uh, the Merit Member Conference is Wednesday and Thursday, okay. and the gala, the 50th gala, is the evening of uh, Wednesday the 11th. And there's still maybe a ticket or two available. It's yeah. almost sold out. It is almost sold out, but, uh, you, know, uh, you know, give Merit a, a
0: shout-out, and uh, we'll try to get you in. Okay, that sounds great. Well, thank you again for being our guest here on the Internet Advisor Show. Our pleasure. Thank you for inviting us. Thanks, Joe.